Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good afternoon, Bucknutters. Actually, it's almost early evening here on Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. What has been an absolutely glorious day so far. Welcome into our special emergency edition of the Bucknuts podcast. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Steve Hellwagon. Steve, the Big Ten has restored its fall football season. It will begin right around October 24th. There might be some games on October 23rd, but what a day. The Big Ten has avoided disaster, and they will restore their football season. It's going to be a nine-game season for all teams. You're in the Big Ten championship game. That counts as your ninth game. If you don't make the Big Ten championship game, you still get a ninth game. So just what a great day so far, Steve. Yeah, what a cool day it's been. Uh, you know, 2020 has been a miserable year, and we finally have a, a one, one great positive development to talk about. The Big Ten is reversed course and will play fall football season such as it is. It's not starting this week or next week or even the week after. It's starting in late October. But there's just enough time to get an eight-game regular season in if there's no cancellations. And then the Big Ten championship game on December the 19th. Uh, so you can get nine games in before the college football playoff. Uh, committee makes its final recommendation or its final picks on December the 20th for the playoff and Buckeyes are hoping to bring home their fourth straight Big Ten championship and a second consecutive trip to the playoff and uh, give Alabama, Clemson and whoever heck if and when that day comes and we don't even know what the schedule is yet Dave we're sitting here and when they revamped it they were supposed to go to Illinois I think for a Thursday night game uh, would have been a couple weeks ago in the first week of the season and of course that all got scrapped so I wonder if uh, the it'll be the Buckeyes playing on that Friday night uh, game on the 23rd I guess Uh, it could be at Illinois just if they keep the schedule the way it was and it makes me wonder the one game that would get dropped would be one of the home game crossovers against uh, either Iowa or Nebraska could go by the wayside to get it down to eight games. So that would give them four home games and four away games, and uh, the division games would remain as set. But, again, that's all just stuff to be decided later on. We are just ecstatic, and I'm sure everybody within the sound of our voice is ecstatic to know that uh, somebody with half a brain finally put this thing together properly at the Big Ten level and dragged everybody across the goal line with them. And uh, there will be some semblance of a Big Ten season in 2020. Yeah, it's so interesting. And the Big Ten, you know, they had their uh, press conference today with uh, Commissioner Kevin Warren and uh, Barry Alvarez was on there and Dr. Borchers from Ohio State and some of the other school presidents and athletic directors. Very interesting. They're trying to be a lot more transparent this time, which would not be a difficult task compared to the last time when they weren't transparent at all. 
And for people that are wondering, well, what changed in five weeks? Well, the Big Ten, uh, you know, their people said over and over again, uh, it was the advances in medical technology, specifically the, the advances in rapid testing and the availability of rapid testing. They now have the ability to test every football player every day. And they're confident that a lot has changed in the last five weeks. Some people might scoff at that and say, really, has that much changed in five weeks? I think both things can be true. I think they did jump the gun and they should have realized that, you know, there was going to be medical advances five weeks from, you know, August 11th. But I also think that there is some truth to that, that, you know, that the medical science has changed. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to bash them. You know, this is, people can say they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. That's fine. It's a truncated season. It's not exactly what we want, but man, for a while, it looked like we weren't getting football at all in the Big Ten. Now we're getting at this ball. I'll take it. But Steve, what do you make of their quote-unquote excuse for why so much changed in the last five weeks? Well, obviously they got flamed pretty hard. And when you take a tradition like Ohio State football that's played for 130 consecutive years and say, no, there's not going to be a season this year uh, and not expect some kind of a backlash uh, – that's ridiculous. That's first of all. Secondly, you had Ohio State, which was number two in the preseason polls and predicted to challenge Alabama and Clemson and whoever else for the national championship. And then for them to not have a season, of course, there's going to be upset people. You know, Ohio State, Urban Meyer, Ryan Day, even back to Jim Trestle, you know, even back to John Cooper, over the last 25 years, they have put one brick on top of another, on top of another, to put this program in the position that it is today where it is considered one of the top three college football programs in the country. And to take them offline for a year for no apparent reason, when the NFL's playing, the high schools are playing, Notre Dame had 19,000 people at Notre Dame Stadium on Saturday for the Duke game. Uh, Cincinnati is playing uh, first game this weekend against Austin P, and then they're going to play an American Conference schedule after that. And uh, Big 12 is playing. West Virginia played last week. Louisville played this past week in the ACC. So everybody else is playing. Why can't we play? It's kind of like what you told your mom when you were six years old. Everybody else gets to go outside. Why can't I go outside? Well, we didn't have a good reason other than, uh, I don't know. I still don't know what their reason was. But uh, for whatever reason, I think that the pressure that the players with uh, Justin Fields doing the petition – the parents going, you know, to Chicago and having rallies at Ohio State, Michigan, various other places. Uh, Clay Travis kind of kept the heat on them from a media and Twitter standpoint. I think there were others of us who did our best that we could, you know, with our limited voice here in Ohio, uh, you know, to, to try and keep that pressure on. And then you had the president of the United States, Donald Trump, pick up the phone and uh, call uh, Commissioner Warren, I think it was Teddy Greenstein from the Chicago Tribune, asked uh, the commissioner about those calls. And let me see, I wrote it down here. He said, um, the call was productive and interesting, is how, <laughs> is how Warren put it. And it's all, we said, we are always interested in whoever can help us. So now there are reports on the back channel that the Big Ten turned down uh, Trump and the government's uh, offer to give them the fast tests and maybe they're going to go a different route to get those. But when you've got that type of attention shown down on you 
and outlets and reasons and ways that you can correct the situation and still play safely. Jim Borchers did a great job explaining this on the Big Ten call that, you know, 100% is, is almost unattainable, but they can come very close to it with all the protocols that they have and that they fully expect each game to be played in a clean environment each week. And by clean environment, I mean one clean team against another clean team. So there's no chance uh, for spreading during the course of a live game that when you're able to do that to the best of your ability, there's no reason why you can't play. And that's why, you know, the good Lord sent all these kids to play at these schools. That's why these schools pay these coaches millions of dollars. It's why millions of people tune in every Saturday. It's why a hundred thousand people show up at Ohio stadium. It's just too big to shut it down on a whim. And I think that, uh, that they didn't take everything into account uh, when they did, you didn't hear so much talk about myocarditis and the heart issue today as you did when uh, they made the announcement on August the 11th to cancel, postpone, whatever word you want to use, kill the football season. So, yeah, I'm excited. I think you have to be to uh, to see, uh, you know, a schedule coming out later in the week, perhaps. I know a lot of speculation about what's going to happen with Sean Wade and Wyatt Davis, uh, I don't know where you stand on it, Dave. I saw Sean Wade's interview on ESPN saying he just wanted to get through his birthday. I presume it's his 21st birthday today, so he's probably got some big plans uh, down in Jacksonville for tonight, and hopefully uh, he gets through that safe and sound and will wake up to it and come to his senses that he's not where he's supposed to be tomorrow. He needs to get back to Columbus. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict right here, right now, I'm going to put my vote in. Both guys are coming back. That's my vote. Wow, you know, that was going to be my next question. What do you think is going to happen with Sean Wade and Wyatt Davis? You answered it. You think they're both coming back? Um, that would be tremendous because I'll, well, I'll, take, I'll take this season right now. Uh, if you have told me, well, they'll play. If you asked me a week ago, especially um, when it looked, yeah, it didn't look good because it's looked good basically since the weekend. So I wouldn't have taken this deal over the weekend. If you asked me a week ago, listen, the Buckeyes will play. They'll play this fall. They'll be eligible for the college football playoff if they win all their games. But they won't have Wyatt Davis and Sean Wade. I mean, that would have. I would have bit the bullet and said, well, it sucks not having those guys, but I would take that deal. Now, you know, I would love to have those guys because, yeah, the Buckeyes would still have a great team. The franchise is playing regardless. Justin Fields is definitely playing. But you're talking about arguably the best right guard in the country. I mean, you don't just miss a guy like that and, and not skip a beat. And you're talking about one of the best corners in the country on a team that's replacing everybody else in their secondary other than Sean Wade. So those would be yeah. two huge losses. So I do think, um, it, I mean, it, it would be, you know, absolutely huge. It wouldn't be paramount because they could still have a, a, a great team, a national championship team without those guys. Who knows? But yeah. man, if they want to win the national championship, hopefully Sean Wade and Wyatt Davis – Hopefully they come back. And Steve, to your point, to your prediction, you know, I want you to expound on why you feel that way because it, yeah. uh, it does feel like as we sit here late Wednesday afternoon, there does, does, does seem to be some smoke out there that both young men are at least considering coming back. Yeah, I think with Davis, the CBS Sports uh, Top 100, they had him at number six. They had Justin Fields at number five for the draft for 2021. I think it's rare that an offensive guard who's not an edge player would go that uh, high, I don't. I don't think that they have maybe as much uh, value as a center or a tackle would have, you know, because they're put on an island a lot of times. But 
uh, that's where they have him ranked, number six overall. It, as I say, I find it unlikely he would go that high, maybe top ten as a guard. I think for Wade, and this is what I found out, Dave, when I looked at – there was a team, I think it was the Raiders, uh, two years ago uh, they had the number four pick and the number 24 pick. And right now CBS has Wade at number 24. And if he's able to have the kind of year Jeff Okuda had last year, and Jeff Okuda went number four, this is what I found out. They gave the guy who was drafted 24th the same team. Now, obviously, a lot of this is slotted uh, by, by, you know, the collective bargaining agreement. He got a four-year deal at $11 million. That's what the guy who was picked 24th got for them. I don't remember the exact names. And then the guy who was picked number four overall by the same team got a four-year deal at $31 million. So people can poo-poo Sean Wade coming back. Randy Wade can poo-poo Sean Wade coming back. But I got news for you, bro. If he goes from 24 up to four, that's a difference of 20 million American dollars right in the first contract, which is pretty much guaranteed. So, you know, he got a lot of reason to play this season at Ohio State. If he could show he's the outside lockdown corner that Jeff Okuda showed, then he moves up in the top five and he makes many, 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 many millions more dollars. You know, Wyatt Davis, much more of a, a proven commodity, even though he's only played one year. Wade's only really started one year. So I think they both got a lot to show. And you look at Fields. Fields has only started one year. His competition for the top spot, Sunshine Lawrence, is going into his third year as the quarterback at Clemson. He'll have a body of work of like 40-some games, whereas Fields is like 13 games, you know, I think if he didn't play. So I think that's what kind of drives him as well, is that he can show in this truncated season, whatever it is, that, hey, I deserve to be the number one pick. I deserve to win the Heisman Trophy. He's back in play for that, Dave. He is the top returning vote getter for the Heisman Trophy, and he is now in play. Now, the problem is Clemson's going to kill people like they did against Wake Forest last week, and and our guy Sunshine is going to put up buku numbers, but uh, maybe they'll go beyond the numbers and just see who the better football player is. And if he doesn't win the Heisman, maybe Justin Fields will do what we really want, and that is to uh, lead Ohio State to the national championship. Bring him the big one. That's right. Bring him the big trophy. Sunshine well, already you. got his. Sunshine already got he don't. He didn't need to be greedy. Give him the Heisman, we'll take the national championship. That's right. There you go. Great stuff from Steve Hellwagon on this emergency podcast. Steve, thanks for your time here late Wednesday afternoon. Buckeye football, October 24th, boys. What a great day. Bucknutters, thank you so much. Enjoy it, Bucknutters. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. 
Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and RJ White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. 